What's up, everybody, and welcome to Gaming History 101, the retro video games podcast. I'm one of your hosts. My name is Fred Rojas, and joining me from a train station where he's enjoying his portables is none other than my partner in crime, Mr. Gem Elias. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing very, I'm doing very good, Fred. Um, the portables came in very handy for a two-hour commute today. <laughs> yeah, well, I bet it's very much did. needed. I need self-driving cars because I have a two-hour commute every day, but... I'm in a damn car, and that ruins my life. Mm. Um, <clears throat> but welcome, welcome. Today we are talking about the Game Boy, specifically the Game Boy Top yes. 10. So we are going to come right. up with a Top 10. Uh, you know how we do it. It's a very scientific method. Jam brings 20 <laughs> games, I bring 20 games, and then we debate them in arbitrary ways because they are arbitrary topics. <laughs> and then we let you all write in and tell us how wrong we were. <laughs> um, we, we love it. We love it. We, lo- we like people telling us that. <laughs> yeah, well, and I, I know you specifically were definitely looking forward to it because, uh, um, because the Game Boy is, am I correct? The Game Boy is your favorite console? Or is it one of your favorite consoles? Well, I would say I wouldn't say it's my favorite. It's a no, it doesn't say it. <laughs> one of the favorite portables. <laughs> so um, yes, uh, real quick though, fun little pro tip uh, or, or a little postscript. I put up a yeah. We'll just we'll just <laughs> we'll just dice it right at the beginning. Um, the big PS4 Pro analysis post went live. That's what it was called. But if you subscribe to the newsletter, which tells you every time something goes live, it only does so many characters. Today was a particularly poor choice of characters because what came out on the email only, that's not what happened on Twitter, uh, was the big PS4 Pro anal. <laughs> So if you were scared to click on that uh, link, fear not. It is safe for work. Uh, There is nothing of questionable content in there. Um, And we don't really need to get into it here, but it is a massive post. It's nearly 4,000 words. I have a the best version I can do of a screenshot of HDR. Uh, I've got an unboxing video, how to change your hard drive and some impressions on games and stuff. So I know it's not retro, so I'm not going to belabor the point, but uh, I figured I'd speak out since there was plenty of anal. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Yeah. Right. So uh, I have a second thing I have to eat some crow on. Which is, uh, so uh, something came out this week, Jam, or rather within the last week, and, and what was that? Uh, the, oh, the NES Mini. Yes, the NES Classic Edition, a.k.a. the NES oh, Mini. Yeah, yeah, that's fun, yeah. <clears throat> and, HDMI. Uh, <laughs> what? Yeah, HDMI on, HD- on a console. Um, mm-hmm. And I said Nintendo would be foolish if they didn't make enough. They would make tons of them. They would understand... Uh, yeah. the demand for this and this would be everywhere. I was wrong. <laughs> I was very Me too. wrong. I was too. <laughs> uh, 
but uh very wrong yeah yeah so um let's just do a quick uh analysis over here oh actually i can't use that term um here we go Today's fun hot items on the front of eBay is the NES Classic Edition. Starting at a mere $225 uh, for a boxed copy, the the resellers are having a fucking field day here. They are Mm. actually selling, Jam, like right now, 35 bids, 202, 37 bids, 182. They are selling for over $200. And I am not an advertising type, but here's what you need to know. So on average, according to price charting, uh, this thing is moving at about $237 a unit. It's crazy. To just let people know how... uh, And so Dave says you based that off of what? Sorry. If you do... uh, Jam and I have kind of both had this opinion, but I was probably the first one to say it, and then you agreed with me. Um, I said that this was going to be such a hot item at such a low price point. This is a perfect tchotchke to give to people for Christmas. Nintendo would flood them everywhere, and people who laugh and and think that you have to pre-order and go crazy and all that stuff um you probably don't need to i always did give the caveat because i am frequently wrong uh that uh, if you absolutely know you need this either for a gift or for yourself to pre-order it and what Mm -hmm. happened nintendo didn't make (laughs) nearly enough uh i i found a couple in the wild have you been able to find any in the wild i didn't go hunting though I, I, I to be honest, uh, where I live, it's it's hard to go hunting for stuff like that anyway, because mm-hmm. um, I guess the only store that would probably have stocked that would be the um, would be Game, whatever it's called. But um, and they yeah, there, there isn't anyone anywhere near where I live. Um, Amazon's pretty the only be- the best bet for me personally for most gaming related stuff, and they of course they sold out. They they, they actually took down um, pre orders months ago because they had sold <laughs> yeah, out already. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, I've well, heard so, apparently, Fred, that Dell might be selling them. Yes, <laughs> they're they are going everywhere. <laughs> Everybody who's going to get their shipments are getting them. And people don't. Uh, people may or may not realize. People are like, why don't they just make more? Well, at this point, if you ramp up manufacturing, I don't know that you'll get many more for Christmas. It takes too long. Um, yeah, yeah. So I'm hoping they thought of this. Uh, if they didn't, the an, the analysts who are giving. Uh, Nintendo a conservative estimate on how many units to make so that they can meet up with demand but not have stuff sitting in a warehouse need to be fucking fired. This is ridiculous. Mm. But the light at the end of the tunnel for this whole thing is if you are really... Um, yeah, and, and everybody's talking in the chat. Uh, do not buy these on eBay through resellers. This no, is... No, that's that's no, fucking no, terrible. No. And... The one that people are going to have a bigger problem with me saying is, do not be one of those resellers, <laughs> but I understand. That's just important to say. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, and, and patience is a virtue. You watch. There will definitely be a glut for Black Friday. There will be more coming in. We don't know. It's a little too early to tell. Yeah. Give this a few weeks. Uh, once we get over Black Friday and into December, this may be a little more of a time to panic and for people to worry about it but fingers crossed that nintendo is just uh trying to get as many as they can um and uh you know it's it's entirely possible that that ship date was a little too early for their liking i know they definitely scrambled for the famicom mini Mm. but that's something different anyway um 
But the reason I bring all this up is if you're going to spend 200 plus on an NES, why don't you just buy, and I'm not promoting for them, but that AVS console that I've got that plays a ton of fucking Nintendo games, like any cartridge you want to put in it, you know, like what people wanted in 720p. Mm -hmm. And if you look at my Famicom mini video that I put up here that showed like the Japanese exclusives, those are all captured off of that. Um, Mm. It, it's great. It, it works just like an NES, and it works with both Famicom games and regular games, and it's 185 So yeah. that doesn't make any sense to me. You can even get a flash card, either an EverDrive or Retro USB also sells theirs, which is the Power Pack. For another like 125 bam, 300 bucks if you're really looking to be frisky, and you can give someone an NES that will take cartridges and has the entire NES library. So I don't know. It's ridiculous, wow. but uh, we live in a capitalistic society where if you have money, you're good to go. <laughs> if, if you don't want to spend that much money and you don't mind doing a little bit of legwork, I, I highly recommend people get just get a Raspberry Pi and um, do it mm. that way. Because Va- the, the thing is smaller than NES Mini. <laughs> That's true. one thing. <laughs> well, and, and Voss is saying somewhat the same thing. He says, just emulate and connect to a PC through your TV. Keep your sanity and true. patience while you wait. That's true. And there is a great uh, controller that I really like. I think somebody had asked me about it. But uh, the controller is called the uh, NES 30. It's by 8BitDo. Um, and I think they're the ones who work with analogs. So if you go to analog.co or whatever. Anyway, just look up NES 30. Think of an NES gamepad with triggers and four buttons instead of two. It's it's a great retro gamepad for for uh, retro, and uh, I think it's like thirty bucks. And if you throw in um, the adapter that'll allow it to also work on anything with Bluetooth, um, I think it's like fifty. So I mean that's a good option too. So, but. Uh, if I have a Raspberry Pi 3 with RetroPie and Nintendo Classic Edition, I should do a side-by-side comparison on which looks better. Uh, I'm sure plenty of people did. Oh, John did it. Okay, well, there you yeah, go. Yeah. <laughs> well, good for him. Well, but you know what John doesn't have? He doesn't have the AVS. He didn't He didn't get everything. Mm. <laughs> so. the, um, it's, funny, it's interesting, actually, because um, they talk about the Raspberry Pi 3, which Fred is the most recent edition of the Raspberry Pi 3. I um, emulated NES through the original Raspberry Pi, the first edition, which is the B plus model, which has mm-hmm. got hasn't got a lot of RAM on. It. I can't remember what it was. I think it might it's be one. two. two Oh, it might be too. Yeah, it's like, yeah. It's like, it's, it might be less than that. I think it's less than that, Fred. Um, and it's um, that emulates really well for NES games. Um, pretty much anything sort of 32 bit generation below works quite well on that system. But um, I have been meaning to try and do some sort of how to how to do a little tutorial thing for the site of the Raspberry Pi. But I'll get on that maybe before Christmas if people are aching to do their own NES minis. Yeah, <laughs> so. I think it's using RetroArch, which is uh, for the for yeah. the retro thing, uh, for the, uh, what is it called? The RetroPie. Um, and it's, uh, I mean, yeah, RetroArch is a fantastic yeah. emulator. It does a great job. So um, I would argue that the Raspberry Pi probably does better than the mini, um, but that's not the mini's purpose and you need a lot less technical knowledge for it, so... Yeah, it uh, depends on what sort of person you are as well with the Raspberry Pi in terms of it's 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 pretty fairly straightforward for most people. But you, if you're one of those people that likes to do a bit more work, you can kind of have a ball with the Raspberry Pi. You can actually yeah. customize it how you want. <laughs> it can become anything. Yeah, I've seen that. Um, you really can. Yeah. <laughs> and people are talking about the extended cable and the extra controllers. Those I haven't been able to find. But yeah, people are making a mint yeah. off those on eBay too. It's just, it's so sad. Anyway. Here's what I will say. Um, Yes, the cable. So just for for while you're out there so you don't have to do this research. Yes, the cables are three feet long. That's it. 
yes, the the HDMI cord, I think, is three or six feet long. So, yeah. Um, but you have to constantly walk up to it and press reset in order to go back to the list of games, which cracks me up because people are like, oh, how crappy is that? I'm like, did you ever play an NES? Because you had to do that with the nes mm. also you have to walk up to yep. it and yeah so tiger claw says you can find the the extended cables at amazon good 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 um i found two in the wild um i was at a target i found the ultimate target not only was it the target that got one ps4 pro which those are a lot easier to find i think they're on amazon right now but i saw it come in launch day so i picked that up <clears throat> they got um one nes classic edition and i bought it immediately um and uh, i had a buddy who really desperately wanted it i gave it to him for 65 dollars. no i didn't do a markup that's what taxes in kansas so i actually <laughs> ate the 24 cents so i gave him that one so he's gonna be able to give that to of all people his girlfriend who is going to be ecstatic to, that she gets that for christmas um mm. I only say that because it still feels like a lot of non-gamer people, they're not traditionally gamer people, they're just traditionally nerdy people, uh, don't seem hmm. to, um, you know, be that into, uh, you know, video games as gifts, but she wanted one. Um, and then I found another one. Uh, by the way, welcome chatters, all of you chatters, uh, just to oh, throw yeah. down the list real quick. We've got a ton of people. we got Voss, B. Mulligan, <laughs> Dave, Sparky Kestrel, Psy1, um, We've got this guy, Jam Elias. I don't, he always shows up, and he's a big pain in the ass. But uh, thank you all for showing up. <laughs> and if you want to show up, I think you said he was a dick, or were you calling me a dick? Because you'd be right either way. Uh, <laughs> either, either way. <laughs> but um, anyway, I want to thank you all. And if you guys want to show up as well, um, gaming, or it's allgames.com forward slash chat at 7 p.m. Eastern midnight GMT. Uh, you can find us here and chat. Um, I'm trying to look into a way uh, somebody uh, has requested that we have something that auto plays uh, off of the all game side for like mobile users and whatnot. Um, I'm going to see if I can find something like that. Um, there might be like an autoplay equals true or something like that that'll work, but stay tuned. Anyway, but, uh, <clears throat> but yes, yeah, so Things are frantic. I found another one at just a big box retailer. I saw it there. I bought it. Um, and that one I'm actually uh, going to be giving to someone as a gift. So, um, But uh, with all this frantic stuff, I actually sent out something to all my friends and family. And I said, well, I'm sure this would be a great idea in theory. I don't need this. And I've got something that totally solves this. So please do not spend more money than retail. And frankly, just don't even look for it. Like, it's okay. I don't need this this holiday season. Because um, I really don't. It would be nothing more than something on the shelf for the most part. So uh, in my opinion, and this isn't me being humble or anything. This is just me being realistic. It's better that I not snag the ones at the stores. At least for myself. Granted, I did snag two out of probably the ten that came to the Kansas City area, but whatever. <laughs> so, <clears throat> but yes, yeah, so lots of hardware talk. I also found an old AVS unboxing video. I unboxed the AVS uh, and never posted that video live. Maybe I should do that. <laughs> Maybe people are interested. I also found my old video of me assembling my PC. Uh, maybe I should put it oh, at wow, PC assembly cool. video together. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's definitely. uncut. It's like an hour long, but people can skim around and just see what they like. Yeah. But I, I built I, I build it from scratch. I show all the parts in the box, unpack them all, That's screw cool. them all together yeah. and stuff like that. It's very similar to the video you saw of the uh, uh, how to change your hard drive out on the PS4 Pro, which is super easy. You probably don't need my instructions, but I realized Sony didn't make any instructions, so 
That's not good. <laughs> At least that video is titled properly. <laughs> yes, exactly. So, um, what's it called? Like uh, easy ass way to unbox uh, shit. No. Uh, but uh, anyway, and you can read my my massive analysis on this, um, which you could probably guess. But I really get into you know who this is for, who might need it, and uh, you know try to seize that itch because I know around this time of year us gamers start to get a little frantic and a little crazy about uh <clears throat> about uh, buying stuff uh i am no exception so <laughs> it's a silly question i didn't which i didn't think of is that the famicom mini is that out of stock as well is the that famicom hard to get to? mini is uh yes i've heard it's very difficult to get in japan for fun yeah. let's go to my favorite little site and see play asia uh, yeah yeah we are not yeah. endorsed by any of these retailers but Let's see. The Famicom Mini is sold the fuck out. Um, <laughs> is that what it says? Sold the fuck no. out. <laughs> uh, what is it? Amazon.jp, I think, is the Japanese one. And mm-hmm. there we go. We can now ship to America with this. Yeah, we can now. Yeah, and the UK. Yeah. So let's see. The Famicom Mini is available right now. Hmm. Mm-hmm. For, about how much? Uh, <laughs> it's uh, 109 yen, so that's 109 bucks, so about twice the price. So, eh, eh, um, not worth it. <laughs> right, again, it's not from Amazon. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's from yeah. a place called Secondhand Goods and whatnot, but anyway. <laughs> and they've got a bunch of stuff, but yeah, so it's available there. A couple of things about the Famicom Mini, though, is the controllers are attached, and they are only three feet, yeah. so you can't extend them. Uh, the second thing it. is the controllers are scaled down, and everybody I've talked to, and it was even pretty public on um, on uh, 8.4 Play, um, <clears throat> is uh, that the human hands, human adult hands cannot use that, so there you go, but... Anyway, so the Famicom Mini is more just to show off. But the cool thing is the, uh, like Zelda no Densetsu, which is Legend of Zelda, Castlevania, and a couple others, uh, is the Famicom Disk System version. So they have mm. saving, and you get to see the disk loading and flip the disk and all that stuff. And I can do that on my AVS with the flash cart. I might actually do that just to show it off. Because I'm thinking about doing like a video series where I just bullshit about... Uh, the NES mini games and just play them for like half an hour and show people some tips, tricks, and maybe codes or something uh, and just do those in a row so people can see it. You know, maybe kind of like I used to do with Lost Treasures of Gaming. Um, might even ask uh, our boys over at, uh, at that, uh, uh, what is it, omgnexus.com. Might ask them if they, they mind me borrowing the name because they're doing their own thing with videos now for Lost Treasures of Gaming. So I still grab the footage for them i do a video segment that uh, i get credit for from them but that most people here don't know that i do and uh i capture footage for them but they're doing their own video sequences so anyway i might see they uh, sean would probably be cool enough to let me use it so anyway i'll talk to them but with all that in mind it is uh, the middle of november and it is time for game boy games so are you the best time of year for Game Boy games? It is the best <laughs> time of year uh, for Game Boy games. As, as Vinny Caravella from Giant Bomb always says, it is the best time to be playing mm-hmm. video games, and I couldn't agree with him more. Um, so, 
Can you remind yeah. people how this works? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know, I've been talking a shit ton. Would you mind taking over for explaining to people how sure. this works? All right, please do. It sounds like you need to, you need to take a drink anyway. So. <laughs> I have a drink of water, but I also try not to... I can overwhelm you in conversation, and I know that to the point that I stop reading article, <laughs> or uh, emails about it. So I try to give you an opportunity whenever I can. <laughs> nah, that's cool, man. That's cool. So yeah, top, top, for those of you that may have not have listened to one of our previous ones, including our infamous Mega Drive one, <laughs> where we always we seem to be apologizing for that one constantly. That one's on YouTube also. Um, People love to respond Excellent. on that one. Yeah. I made a video yeah. about that. I need to go back and make videos for the other top tens. I really yeah. need to do that stuff. Yeah, I'm more into videos now, and it's just fun to do. But so both um, Fred and I take we both take twenty bring twenty games to the table, and we somehow manage to work twenty game well forty games down to ten games. We both choose two that are locked in into the top ten each, and they sort those ones are permanently on the top 10 regardless and then it's basically a debate really back and forth of which games make it to top 10 which one games get eventually eliminated and of course the most important thing about all of this is this is just mine and fred's personal opinion but we very much like to hear the listeners um and people that watch the listen to the show later what your opinion is so please send us your top 10 game boy games we have said uh, people have asked me already in the chat um we are going to the game boy color but no further so not the game boy advance so it's basically original game boy and the Game Boy Color games, and that's where we're sort of sticking in this area at the moment. And I know mixing them is controversial. Jam and I kind of talked about that because he was like, what are we going to do? And I said, I know it's controversial, but we should have Color in there. Um, Color's got such a small library. It it doesn't, though. If you look, it really doesn't. Um, It has 576 games in its library. Yeah. But compared to the OG Game Boy's 1,049, this is easily the largest pool we've ever picked from to do a top 10, um, hands down. And this is probably one of the largest pools of games, period. Um, Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think what it runs into problems with is exactly what you just said, which is that there are a lot of black and white and color games that are basically the same game. And there's kind of three categories because there's there's the plain Game Boy games, which is just the monochrome ones only. Then you've got the mm-hmm. ones that do both. They're both on color right. and on the monochrome Game Boy. And then you've got the exclusive color games. So those yeah. three sort of areas. Plus, a lot of games are ports. Um, yes, in fact, they are. A, a ton of games are ports. In fact, I would say probably more ports than non ports. Um, but that's unsubstantiated. Uh, but uh, yeah, so that's that has a large part to do with this as well. Um, and whether you agree or not that we're mixing them together, for me, I know you're going to get really sad when I say this, Jam, but I actually needed both in order to come up with a list of 20, which tells me everything and probably tells everybody else everything they need to know about how much Game Boy I played, unfortunately. So... Ah, that's cool. That's cool. But, well, um, I think it's also it helps with the listeners as well. The because we will. I I did read earlier in the chat that some listeners don't have a lot of experience with the old the the old Game Boy stuff, and they had a bit more experience with more recent stuff. I mean, one thing that we can probably definitely agree on is a lot of people did get exposed to Game Boy on the Game Boy Advance because that system was still backwards compatible with all the previous games as well. Right, right. So that was a big thing. Um, mm. But obviously, we will be covering that. Um, the Game Boy Advance will be a later list, I think, because that deserves its own <laughs> top 10. 
Yes, it will. Plus, I have told people for a little bit too long that we're going to do SNES. So we're going to do SNES next. Oh, yeah. We just uh, do that one. Yeah. Not immediately. <laughs> uh, I, I'd say our we're pretty much booked up to the end of the year uh, and probably a little bit into January. But uh, but hopefully early in, we'll, we'll get to SNES. So, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, so... So we'll be talking about that, but, uh, but yeah, yeah. So we're gonna, we're gonna have a lot of, uh, games to discuss, uh, here. Um, so I'm wondering who should kick this off. Um, I can't remember who did it last time, but yeah, it's, well, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I don't mind going first. So we always, uh, so yeah, the way I, I, I present my first 10, then Fred presents his first 10, then I do the other 10, then Fred does the other 10, then we do, then we start doing the, we're, we're ringing it down. Yeah, so give me one sec, because usually when we do these top 10s, and you can probably hear my voice a little far away, um, I had a headset on. I didn't like the quality mm-hmm. of the headset, and there was a little hum that's underneath probably 50 of our episodes, but uh, most people can't hear it, and I hope you can't now that I've mentioned it, uh, but I need to get rid of that. So this this still, this still is the first microphone I ever used, and uh, it's still my favorite, so I've gone back mm-hmm. to it uh, for probably the last two dozen episodes or so, and I'll continue to, but uh, that does mean that i got to look down at a notepad as I'm writing all this down, so I apologize right now if I sound a little far away or something. Jam, if you catch that, please give me a heads up, but... Uh, yeah, yeah, no problem. But anyway, all right. So you're gonna go first. Sure, I'll go first. Yeah, I'll, yeah. All righty, ready when right. you are. Here comes the first ten and coming at you. So uh, number one just seemed like a well. The, again, this is no no particular order. This is just listing off stuff. But going for the one that most people will be thinking of is Tetris. Before I just get out of the way. So Damn. first one is okay. Tetris. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there might be a few crossovers I have yeah there's going to be some crossover <laughs> <laughs> yeah number two is motocross maniacs which is a biking game but i'll talk more about that when we get to it um number three is space invaders okay number four is yeah i'll be I'll, I'll, I'll explain <laughs> oh no <laughs> so i'm just saying do, okay yeah. as i'm writing it down sorry i didn't mean to imply <laughs> anything <laughs> So four is Super Mario Mario. I was about to say well then Super Mario Land to Super the Mario six Land gold coins. Two okay, six golden coins. Okay. Five is Gargoyles Quest. Gargoyles Quest. And six is Doctor Mario. Ah, Doctor Mario. Yes. Now, seven's one I'm pretty sure you won't have on your list, which okay. is Boulder Dash. Boulder Dash. <laughs> Boulder Dash. Jam, you win a prize. I do not have it on my list. <laughs> <laughs> but number eight, you might have on your list, which is Metroid Two. Metroid Two. Mine actually has Return of Samus after it, uh, but no. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> oh, oh, we've got different ones then. So. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, and actually, uh, holy shit! No, Metroid Two is not on mine. Uh, but to be fair, I didn't really get very far into Metroid 2, so it, uh. I probably determined... I, I should point out I made this list about, oh, I don't know, a week ago. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, it's not completely fresh in my head. But yeah, I've I've never... I've famously never played enough of it. And I have the AM2R, the another Metroid 2 remake, which I need to uh, do with that. But anyway. Yeah. I've heard that's amazing, though. Um, th- moving on, number nine is... Um, Pokemon, wait for it, trading card game. <laughs> ah, Pokemon trading card oh. game. 
The TCG. And then finally, for the first the first uh, cycle, is just plain old Donkey Kong Donkey for the Game Kong. Boy. Now, just to be clear, is that Donkey Kong ninety four, which was the one with a hunt with it had the original four levels, but then it expanded to a hundred total levels that's right. that were puzzle levels? Okay, that's yeah. Yeah, most people call it Donkey Kong because that's what it's entitled. I'm going to call it Donkey Kong ninety four for this purpose. I don't yep. believe the traditional Donkey Kong ever came out, but there's a lot of Donkey Kongs on uh, yeah, the Game yeah, Boy, so it's best that we keep it as specific as possible. So. It's the only one for the Game Boy, but yeah, that's a good idea just to keep it easy to mention <laughs> yeah and real quick jam i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna fuck with uh i'm gonna fuck with like a bunch of people you ready for this yep <laughs> here we go uh-huh yeah they're talking about it in the chat and who doesn't remember this like mild sneak peek but how is this not synonymous with the game boy in and of itself You'd hear this stuff on buses and various other places, but anyway. <laughs> it's also more of a question, who doesn't own this game <laughs> somewhere in the attic? If it doesn't come with a Game Boy, they're doing it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, and uh, Clue Drew, you are making a very good point about Pokemon. But anyway, all right, you ready for this? Let's here's, do it. here's my top 10. Or, well, not my top 10, my first 10. Yeah, These yeah, are yeah. also in no particular order, but this tells us everything we need to know about this this one, which probably has an unfair top 10, at least the maybe one of the top slots. Number one for me is Tetris. Uh, it's the first one I had to write down. <laughs> so there you go. Um, but uh, number two is uh, Kid Dracula or Akumajo Gaiden. Uh, um, I'm not sure if you're familiar with it. It was only on... Well, I, we'll talk about it when we get to it. Yeah, yeah. Number three, Donkey Kong 64. Or, Jesus. It's going to be a great night. Donkey Kong 94. Donkey Kong 94. Um, number four, this one's going to blow Voss's mind, which is uh, Pokemon Yellow. Mm. Yes, I did. I just did that. Uh, number five, a TMNT, Fall of the Foot Clan. Yeah. 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 We'll talk about that one. Uh, number six, uh, and, and already you can probably tell these these aren't in terms of uh, review score. This is nostalgia and arbitrary, like we like it. Uh, number six oh, yeah. is Dragon Warrior 1 and 2. Traditionally, we do not do remakes. There is a very specific reason that I chose this, which is why uh, we always said we have no rules, so we can break our own rules. But mm. there's a very specific reason I picked this one, so... Don't worry. The rest of them are not going to be so obvious. But uh, number seven, Resident Evil Gaiden. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Anyway. Oh, uh, yeah. Number eight, Shantae. Mm -hmm. Number nine, Final Fantasy Adventure, known better mm. in Japan as Seiken Densetsu Final Fantasy Gaiden. Um, so yes, mm. originally Sword of Mana, Started off as a Final Fantasy offshoot. And number 10, I've kind of talked about this a little bit on a different console, but Gremlins 2, the new batch. So. Better than the movie. <laughs> yes. Oh, and I think Tiger Claw's getting clever. Okay, so there is this. Oh, yeah. You know, but like, this is not what people think about. This is, the title screen is not what people think about. People think about the traditional... Type A level one because it was the first thing we all did. But anyway, mm -hmm. um, don't worry. I'll play. I'll play some more chip tunes for you. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, there's my ten. So Jam, let's let's get your back half. Yeah, next the back half. So 
Going on to 11 is Zelda Link's Awakening DX. Technically, you could go for either. You could go for Link's Awakening, the plain one, or you can go for the DX one, but I've chosen the DX one. Now, which does is basically DX, the color aside version. from color, does it change anything? It adds an extra dungeon, basically, which it is does. color dungeon. Okay. So this yeah. is something I'm going to leave to you, and maybe Chatters, if you want to chime in on this, but... Uh, um, uh, oh, okay. Yeah, th- sorry. I was just having fun, Tiger Claw. I didn't mean to uh, shit all over. <laughs> uh, but uh, he's talking about Korobaniki... Uh, which is uh, the the theme for Tetris, uh, but it's not the theme for Tetris anyway. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Do you think we should... I mean, since it's got different content, should it be distinct from the original? Actually, we mm, can solve that very good, easily. Good question. Nope, don't worry. We'll solve it very easily and you'll see when we get to it. So continue on. Okay. Okay, so number 12 is Kirby, or I should say Voss will be happy, that Kirby's Dream Land 2. Kirby's He's hopefully he'll be happy. <laughs> we'll see. Land 2. Okay. And then 13 is one that we've already mentioned is Shantae. <laughs> Shantae! Mm-hmm. And then 14, just because I'm going to be different, um, I'll go with Pokemon Red. <laughs> oh that's gonna be the big debate right pokemon red versus yellow and then we'll piss everyone off and put neither (laughs) anyway um, (laughs) i miss him too (laughs) (laughs) it could be worse could put blue or green (laughs) uh number 15 is uh turrican turrican Mm-hmm. You folks over across the pond sure love you some Turrican. <laughs> we like that game. <laughs> I like that game a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, 16 is Star Wars. Just plain old Star Wars. Plain old Star Wars. And then <laughs> 17 is Mr. Driller. And I just, sorry, I'm just immature every time I say Mr. Driller. Just, Mr. Driller. <laughs> That's a fallacy thing, right? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> Like pound, power pound motherfuckers into thumbtacks. That's a that's an insane clown posse line. So you're welcome. <laughs> anyway, and eighteen is avenging spirits, or avenging spirit. It might be actually. I don't know why I put spirits. Make it singular. Recently read that. about this on your uh, horror obscura <laughs> series this year, which so. is part of the reason why I made it. Aha! <laughs> uh-huh. Well, there you go. And. 19, yeah, in case my list has not got boring for some people, just golf. <laughs> Good old golf. I'm a big fan of golf games. I keep golf. talking about golf. Nintendo does golf best, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And, but number 20, I leave the best to last in my list, which is Wario Blast. <laughs> Wario Blast. Is this the early version of WarioWare? No, it's not. This is where Wario murders Bomberman <laughs> in a game. Huh. So. And uh, I've got, I've got, I've got a trailer, especially for the chatters, which I'll show you later. <laughs> oh yes, like a uh, yeah. Uh, do you have it now? Like, is it something that's I've, I've audio based? Now. Should I play the trailer now? Hold on, I'll put it in the chat. Yeah, hold on. Let's get it up, shall yeah, we? Let's, let's... Uh, so that's the. This is the trailer for anyone that wants to know what Wario Blast all right, is all hold about. On. Hold on. Here we go. <laughs> 31 seconds long. All right, here it comes. Oh, the 
damage we can do. Breaking havoc and destruction. He's loving on a bomb. <laughs> Bomberman a lip will bomb. never know what hit him. Mm, I love you. Mm, I love you. Mm, I love you. He's getting real <laughs> friendly with that. Wario shit. takes oh. on Bomberman in the explosive new adventure Wario Blast on Game Boy and Super Game Boy. Did I not know this? Wow, that was uh, <laughs> that, that was the, the marketing teams behind that. Um, but uh, uh, for those of you questioning about one of our listeners, I'll I'll mention it in a minute. But anyway, so that looks cool. I didn't know that existed. Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty cool. I think, but. I think it works better if you don't get the visuals on that because it sounds like he's really gonna, getting up in that. It sounds like, yeah, I was about to say, that if you're just listening only to the audio, that's just plain wrong in every sort of Yeah, no, what possible. he's really doing is fucking the bomb in the video. So, yeah, don't even worry about it. Uh, but uh, <laughs> um, All right. And now for my list. Here yeah, we okay. go. Back 10 is... Uh, Zelda Link's Awakening. <laughs> I did not distinguish, but I'd only played the Game Boy version. Uh, Super Mario Land 2, Six Golden Coins. Okay. Nemesis. Not to be mistaken for Gradius, although this is Gradius. Um, you guys know Nemesis better across the pond, but we've never really had it other than Game Boy. Um, yeah. Metal Gear Ghost Babble. Ooh. Alleyway. Yeah. Mortal mm -hmm. Kombat. <laughs> yeah, <Excellent>. yeah. <laughs> Pokemon trading card game. You're not alone, Jam. <laughs> Street Fighter 2. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Super Mario Land. And Pinball Revenge of Gator by HAL Laboratory. Ah. Uh. Now, I want to address some things real quick, and then we need to talk a little bit, but... Uh, Dave's asking, uh, hope to hear some Castlevania soon. Wrong console. This is not a console <laughs> where I'm particularly fond of any of the three Castlevania games. All the other portable Castlevanias, uh, Louvre, but not this one. So I'm sorry. I cannot get behind, uh, adventure Castlevania adventure. No, no. If you want to play the good version of that, uh, no, yeah, get, get rebirth <laughs> on the, uh, on the uh get rebirth on the uh we we yeah we yeah and hex goes really mortal combat why not mk2 else. i didn't play it <laughs> i'll just come out and say it i actually got mortal kombat 2 on the game gear but for some reason i got mortal kombat on the game boy okay so i think we should take a minute and discuss these games and kind of uh why we picked yeah. them a little bit um when necessary so i'm just gonna go back and forth on the list uh so first one for both of us was tetris i don't think that needs explanation to you uh, i just think it's great that we both put that as the first <laughs> oh, that was the first i think everybody right if you're gonna make a top 20 list is gonna probably just <laughs> <laughs> <It's like> tetris <laughs> yeah so um but uh number two you picked uh motocross maniacs so what's mm -hmm. up with that okay so motocross maniacs is a Whoa! <laughs> so, um, Minecraft is a biking game. It's a motorcycle game. It's it's 2D. It's a Konami game as well. But it's 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 featured as a standalone title. But it's also featured in the Konami 
Game Boy Collection Volume 3, at least in Europe. But I found out doing a little bit of research that it's on a different collection depending on which region you're in. <laughs> so, so that ah. makes it even more complicated. There so you go. The Konami Game Boy collections are basically a collection of four Game Boy games on one cart, basically. But every game on them was released individually. Um, so Motocross Maniacs, though, I, I don't know what it is about this game, but it's just it was always just a ton of fun. I kept I, I, I never had the game stand alone, but I had it in this collection as the only game I'd play on this collection. And um, you've got a choice if you could either just kind of go with time trials where you just race by yourself and you've got to get to the end before the time runs out or you versus like a little ar computer opponent and the controls are very simplistic where because you obviously think it's a biking game on a 2d platform it's not like excite bike where you can kind of pan um across the you know up and down onto different lanes it literally is just full 2d um you, you got to kind of like use the directional buttons to you could do like flips and stuff you could do little twirls but you, it, this is kind of like a little bit of a strategy to it it always has that kind of early feel of like you, you can kind of do sort of mini tricks but you don't get any bonus to it you just get the joy of doing pulling off like wheelies and stuff it's, <laughs> it's just a it's just a lot of try, that's it trials is what i was thinking of it's like a really really early version of that sort of style of game but without the whole kind of puzzle element to it because seems um, a little excite bikey yeah, yeah, it is, but without the you know going going with the different lanes, of course. Um, but I, I don't know, I don't, don't know what it is about this little simple game. But I just I just kept playing this over and over again. It is very much a kind of a nostalgia choice, really. But but I, I really enjoyed isn't? this a lot. <laughs> exactly. Uh, next up, Donkey Kong '94. I don't think that needs any explanation. Um, Not really, though. No. It's just a hundred levels. <laughs> Well, I think what well, probably is worth mentioning is that we briefly said it is that the first four levels are the arcade levels. They're recreated for the Game Boy, obviously. Mm. Um, but what always surprised you if you were, I, I'm not going to say maybe fortunate, but if you went into this game blind and you're expecting the arcade title, you're in for quite a pleasant surprise yeah, you <laughs> when you finish those first four levels and you realize that this game was a lot more than it was. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. And I still can't complete it. Um, some of those late levels mm. are really hard. I think I'm on level like 80 something. That's impressive. <laughs> yeah, but it remains. It remains. I still have the cartridge. The save still works. I'm still good. <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see if I ever see the end of that. <laughs> but, uh, anyway, let's see here. Um, space invaders. Any particular so thing you want to highlight on that one? that's probably worth pointing out because there's a lot of space invaders on the game boy the, the the one i went particularly for is the space invaders that's both compatible with the original game boy and the game boy color so it's one of those black cart at least in europe they're black carts uh hmm. so it works on both it's not the they, there was a space invaders reach just for the plain monochrome game boy but it's not that one this Space Invaders is modeled after the arcade game uh, Space Invaders 93, which is the one where they introduce sort of power-ups and stuff. Mm -hmm. So you can choose your ship as well. Um, I don't think you can do that in the arcade, though. I think you can only do that in the Game Boy version. So it does do its own little thing here where you, you've got a choice of three ships at the beginning, and you basically go from planet to planet of the all of the planets in the solar system, essentially, which is quite fun. It's like 10 levels apiece, and um, you can get very... It, it's basically Space Invaders, but they make it a ton of fun by adding these little simple power-ups. Like, you can get a nuke, which just wipes all the aliens out in a row. Uh, you get one that just ra gives you rapid fire. Um, you get a shield, all sort of little 
little quirks like that but it's a bit more fast and frantic so it's not kind of as slow as the original um and i, I again this i've i've always i've always said this on the show i've been i'm quite a fan of space invaders i don't know what it is it's just uh because some people say oh it's just this boring concept but i've always kind of enjoyed it a lot and this just um is modeled after my sort of favorite arcade iteration space invaders, so it's just perfect for me i love it <laughs> i like it more extreme anyway <clears throat> yeah exactly uh all right Let's see here. Pokemon Yellow, it was the first and last Pokemon Pikachu. game I played. Yeah, and it had Pikachu. <laughs> I love Pikachu. Like, I am not too proud to admit it. I have a big, poofy Pikachu, like happy Japanese Pikachu, not like mad constipated Pikachu like we get in America. Um, I am. I, I love Pikachu, and, uh, you know, I'm. it's not like something I collect at all, but I, I'm, I'm happy to have Pikachu. I didn't even get the Amiibo, but um, at the hmm. time, like, it was fun to play. Um and I knew I could get Pikachu, and that's all I cared about. Uh, I w- that's why I held out with what was it, red and blue, red, red, or was blue it red and green? Oh, uh, it's a uh, red and blue in the West, and if you're in Japan, you got green as well. <laughs> ah, okay. Well, there you go. So, so um, I mean, just uh, I want to just add a little bit more to Yellow. I mean, Yellow was released after all of the core games. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was like a special. It's kind of like a special edition of game, and it was yes, as you mentioned, it, you start. Pikachu is your starting Pokemon. Yes. Um, but what's good about Pokemon Yellow, which is going to make it, I'm not going to help my own argument later, but you can actually obtain all of the starter Pokemon yep. later in the game. So you can get Charmander, Squirtle, and Bulbasaur, which if you were a kid at the time or a young person at the time, that was pretty cool. So you didn't have to trade with other people. So it's perfect for the lazy person that couldn't be bothered to link up the Game Boys. Yeah, I definitely didn't <laughs> get- want Charmander to Squirtle my Bulbasaur. So I, yeah, I, uh... <laughs> No, I, I didn't have friends who played uh, Pokemon. <laughs> I mean, me. I was a little bit older when this came out. Uh, and by a little bit older, I was a junior in high school, uh, senior in high school, actually. <laughs> October 99. Yeah, I was a senior in high school. Uh, so I didn't want people to know I was playing this at all. My mm. girlfriend might have known, but probably not. <laughs> oh, it's also, so. yeah, we should also mention that. Pokemon Yellow is the only original Pokemon game that's compatible with color and the original as well. Whereas the, uh, the original Pokemon are all the monochrome only. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. I, I, I didn't play it on color, so I didn't know that. Um, I yeah. never bought I should also point out, I own a Game Boy Color now, but I never bought one. Um, back in the day, I waited till advanced and then started buying colored games for it because I don't believe most of them were not forward compatible, meaning. Once color hit, most color games, I, I don't think any of them actually you could put into a Game Boy Color or a Game Boy and have them work. Because uh, you could, yeah, yeah. Game Boy Color had spruced up specs, but uh, Vasa yeah, Blue did. was actually the first special edition, then Yellow was a follow up extra special edition. Ooh. There you go. Oh, fair enough. Baller. So it must be red and green originally then, yeah. Yeah, so. Cool. Um, red and green. The colors of Christmas. Anyway, uh, we're going to go a little faster because in seven minutes I want to get down to the debates. Uh, yep, that's it. But uh, So we'll go a little faster, but six golden coins. For me, this was, awesome. m- this was Super Mario World on Game Boy. It, it was the first Game Boy yeah. game that seemed to do something graphically that Nintendo could no longer do. Yeah, so, anyway. completely agree. It's great. And yes, Kassen, it is possible to buy authentic copies of those games. Although nowadays with the clone stuff, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Digitally, maybe. Uh, they are all available on Virtual Console right now, aren't they? Because mm. I've got... All of the, all of the original Pokemons are. I've got the uh, original red. gold 
actually on Virtual Console 3DS. But anyway. Hmm. But yeah, a lot of them are. Um, Ninja Turtles Follow the Foot Clan. This was this this game is literally 15 minutes long, um, and it mm. does it's it's guilty of that. Uh, the sprite is in the center of the screen and too large, um, but it was still a blast and playable. And if if guys lost, you would find them captured in other areas, and you could pick any of the turtles. I just thought it it did the it did the thing justice. So. Gargoyles Quest. Gargoyles Quest. So this is the sort of spin-off title from uh, Ghosts and, and Goblins, where he plays uh, Fireband. Daimakimura. Yeah, Firebrand. Yeah. yeah, that's the one. And um, it's it's a very unique game, really. It's very, especially for the Game Boy. And it, it this is the, the it, it got a sequel on the NES later. Yeah. Um, it features leveling up. It's got two D sort of platforming levels, and it's got these sort of uh, over the top view sections sort mm-hmm. of kind of it, it, almost reminiscent of kind of say links uh was it links adventure on the NES, nes i'd say okay, not exactly yeah. the same it's zelda 2 adventure it has that Link. feel to yeah it. yeah where, where you kind of you can go into random encounters and the encounters feel quite mm-hmm. similar to that where you have to take out the enemies on the screen to um to progress basically but mm-hmm. yeah but that's we'll keep it short like i said but that's that's goggles quest Dragon Warrior 1 and 2, the reason I picked was, this was the first time I was like, oh my god, imagine taking an RPG on the go. And I was was one of those people who got Nintendo Power in 1987 when it first came out, or maybe it was 88, I think it was 88 actually. And we got, maybe it was 89 when I got this subscription. Either way, it was the time where if you subscribe, you got Dragon Warrior for free. I played through Dragon Warrior vehemently as a child. Um, and this was right before I moved on to the Genesis. This is right around that time period. Uh, we've talked about a couple of games that were in that time period. Um, and I believe I actually got this just after the Christmas of 88, which is when I got Zelda two and Mario two. But, uh, anyway, um, really dug dragon warrior, never played the second one. And all four actually of the first games came out on the NES. Enix kept bringing them over, but they sold terribly. That's why they're like expensive and rare. Now. Yeah. Um, and when I saw this dual cart, I was shocked because it was Game Boy Color only. So I actually bought it for the Game Boy Advance. Um, but the idea of playing an RPG, especially one that's long and grindy like Dragon Warrior, on a portable console, I was like, this suddenly makes this game totally playable and I'll want to sit down and take the time with it. And I absolutely did. To this day, I love that cartridge and I've never gotten rid of it. So um, mm. I thought it was great. So uh, let's see, you have Dr. Mario next. Yeah, not much to say about Dr. Mario, really. It's just, you know, fun puzzle game, really. Same appeal pill, as Tetris. Pill-popping. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah, pretty much, I'd say. <laughs> Fair enough. Resident Evil Gaiden, for me, I was like, hey, it's a portable game about Resident Evil, and it doesn't <laughs> suck. Plus, I agree. On, check this out. Here we go. You got? Have you got the music? Come on, you know you're scared. You know you're freaking scared. Here it comes. Terrified. Yeah. <laughs> Zombie approaches. Uh-huh. Here, here's one more. Here's the main hall. Just that ominous feel that you only feel from, like, right? Is, is everybody back in their, like, Commodore 64 NES funks yet? Anyway. <laughs> all right. So with that, uh, all right, moving on. We're, f- uh, we're forgetting me- the most important part about Gaiden. You play as Barry. 
<laughs> you do play as Barry, even though it looks like Leon on the cover. Uh, if you look at the box cover of Gaiden, or do you guys have the one where it's the inner tube with it's blood just on the, it? Um, that's right. That's what we have. Yeah. Okay, we have somebody who looks like Leon wearing an RPD uh, vest. Little... Leon's in it as well, I should say. Yeah, he's also in the game. Okay, yeah, okay. So that's why. So they, they decided to focus on Leon because nobody wanted the ginger. But anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah. Or the Irish guy. I don't know which one's more offensive. Anyway, <laughs> but uh, so riddle me on Boulder Dash. I'm familiar with the original game, but. Mm. Uh, so Boulder Dash on the Game Boy, uh, I, again, this is another very nostalgic choice where this might have been, I think, one of the first tetris was obviously the first game we had on game boy this is probably the second game we got on game boy um quite a basic concept it is very similar to the commodore 64 version uh, the original version as well where you're basically from the top down view you're kind of digging through dirt and you it's kind of a case of that boulders have gravity to them so you've got to make sure that when you're digging across boulders that you don't sort of go downwards say fall on top of you but there's kind of like a light puzzle element to it where you've got to collect the gems while avoiding getting squished essentially but it was a lot of fun to play this game on game boy i don't know why there was a bit of a strategy to it because your character couldn't attack you had to kind of position the boulders at the right point so they'll take down the enemies and it was really really tough i never realized how addictive boulder dash was till they did it on lost treasures of gaming and i had to play the nes version for uh yeah for that it was a blast my daughter was even fascinated by that one Uh, Mm. that's that's one of the few lost treasures of gaming on the youtube video where my daughter jumps in at the last minute (laughs) and you can kind (laughs) of see a sneak peek of her uh a couple years younger than she is now but uh, anyway um all right Let's see, Shantae. Shantae is just an amazing platformer in the vein of, I don't know, the house that Bar- that Mario built, kind of. Um, mm. And I think that's why I was so drawn to it. Uh, much like uh, Super Mario Brothers and uh, actually, uh, and a hint of Adventure Island, I really dug Shantae. Say so. Yeah. Um, so. Late release as well. Very late. Uh, in fact, it's super rare if you've got it. So if you've got it, sell it, grab the virtual console version, and uh, I was about to say, yep, get on virtual and console. let the collectors <laughs> have it. But uh, yeah, uh, Shantae, uh, fantastic game. So um, uh, next up, let's see here, Metroid Two: Return of Samus. Riddle me this. <laughs> Well, a lot of this reasoning is that Metroid Two is is a it's a Metroid game on the Game Boy. Um, it's actually it's there's a lot of um, there's a lot there's a lot it, this is a fun game to sort of enjoy. It has a few sort of things that get in its way, which is a common thing of the Game Boy, where you know, the sprite is far too large that people complain about. But it, it has all the exploration that you like about Metroid, where you kind of go in your own direction, you explore. Um, the main. Do you know what? Actually, sorry, thing, I don't mean to cut in. The one thing I did just think about is Shantae is quite a Metroid-esque game in its own right. As I'm hearing you talk about this, yeah, uh, that's is, the other yeah. thing we should point out. It's not a linear level kind of thing. It is, I guess we'd call it Metroidvania nowadays as I roll my eyes. Yeah. But anyway, continue. <laughs> Absolutely. The The main thing that's different from obviously the original Metroid here is that you're basically tasked to just take down the Metroids. I think it's like 44 or something you got to get you just got mm-hmm. to kill the metroids one by one this time it's a it's a, it's a extermination mission yeah it is yeah <laughs> so, but uh, which is quite for the game boy as a platform that's a clever concept because obviously it, it was a, probably quite hard for them to make it similar to the original metroid in that sort of design so they thought oh if we just 
plant various Metroids and they've just got to go hunt. You still unlock stuff. You still unlock like the missiles and the, and the abilities as well. But um, it feels like it's more of a hunting mission this time. Yeah. Yeah. I would totally agree with that. Um, and that's why, and that's why it's shorter, but I, I think people really appreciate it for it. So, mm-hmm. um, and it does can- have the can- problem with Sprite too large. Uh, Samus will yeah. often jump into danger without realizing there is any. Mm. But and it's still considered a canon story game as well. So. Yes, it is super canonical. So, so p- most people didn't know about the story until they played Super Metroid. <laughs> That's correct. Yeah, because um, it does sum up that story in like the opening paragraph of Super Metroid. But anyway. <laughs> Uh, next up, Final Fantasy Adventure or Seiken Densetsu. Oh, it's real simple. Fuse Final Fantasy with The Legend of Zelda and you have Seiken Densetsu. There you go. Don't know what else to say. Uh, see, so you got Pokemon the Trading Card Game. Yeah, so um, but, mate, I, this this for me is that I, I wasn't lucky enough to have friends who played card games where I live. So and I, I didn't even think I would like Pokemon Trading Card Game because I think by the time I played this game, I was kind of like, I was thinking, I was being all, Pokemon's so overrated and stuff like that. But uh, my, my, my younger brother had this game and then he discarded it very quickly because he hated it. And I, I picked it up and thought, oh, I'll give it a go. I put it in the Game Boy and I, I was hooked on this game oh god thank god i wasn't got thank god i wasn't given magic the gathering to play because otherwise i'd been screwed it's funny you <laughs> so, mentioned that that's actually my <laughs> thing is i played the hell out of magic the gathering um yeah. in fact to this day i may be guilty every like four or five years or so since my daughter's been born i did this once of just going and just randomly dropping like four hundred dollars on a case of the newest expansion of magic cards, which a case is six sealed boxes with 36 to 60 packs a piece. And they usually sell for about 90 bucks a box. And then if you buy a case, you get like a discounted rate and it's usually four to four fifty. And I, the, each cycle will have a main set and then two to three expansion sets. And I'll just buy two boxes of each and then just open them up and try to make decks out of them. Um, and I was knee deep in this. I would have killed for a Magic the Gathering game nowadays, and I or oh, back yeah. then, and I still haven't really gotten a great one. Microprose's 1997 Magic the Gathering game was exactly what I needed at the time, but I wanted one on the go as well. And yeah. enter the yeah. trading card game. Pokemon was a good enough substitute, and I was aware of it. I had learned how to play it because. At that time, when trading card games were really starting to take off, you kind of got into everything. I got into the Vampire the Masquerade game, Jihad. I got into this. I got into Pokemon. Um, So this was great because this was a way to get really deep into the Pokemon trading card game with uh, pretty much the basic set uh, without spending more than like 30 bucks. So, and then the best part is, is um, because you mentioned about that you're aware of the game already. Uh, my my um, partner's uh, she did play the she still has her Pokemon trading cards. Um, uh, so she did play the actual game itself. But this game actually does a good job of teaching you the game quite well. It's got a decent tutorial actually for especially for a Game Boy game. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, actually, um, and I'll probably make this comparison a couple more times. But the Neo Geo Pocket. Uh, learned a lot from Game Boy and did some things pretty well. And one of the weirdest things they did was a Capcom trading card fighting game. Imagine, oh, wow. imagine Pokemon, but you saw much more in-depth animations of the, the, the fighting you were doing. And it was Capcom, so it was like Jack of All Trades. So it was kind of the early like Fighters Mega Mix kind of thing or whatever they called it, where it was like, you know, you'd have like Ryu with... Um, 
uh, Morgan from Darkstalkers and Ryu from Street Fighter and all that stuff. And uh, that one had a pretty solid tutorial, but it, it paled in comparison to... You could almost play the regular trading card game of Pokemon after going through the tutorial and playing a couple of games of the Game Boy game. So, mm. but... That's Pokemon trading card game. And that's on virtual console as well, we should say. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, so, all right. Sorry about that. I'm helping the chat out. Uh, da, da, da. Uh, Gremlins 2. Gremlins 2 was a side-scrolling platformer um, take on the isometric platformer Sunsoft game. They're actually both Sunsoft uh, that was on the NES. But it was its own thing different level uh, mm. same uh, similar enemies but different levels different layout different mechanics uh and that just mm. made it impressive it was like getting i was not a huge particular gremlins fan i definitely wasn't a big fan of gremlins 2 when that came out it was the wrong direction to me i think it was like 10 years after it was either 91 or 94 i forget which one when that movie came out and it rubbed me the wrong way at that age and but what was crazy was I was so into the NES game and then grabbed the Game Boy game. I think I rented the Game Boy game from a local shop that would let you rent. Loved it and ended up buying it at a Funko Land. I think I probably traded in some stuff for it. I was big into trade culture. But uh, both of those games impressed the hell out of me. So, but, mm. yeah. So, yeah. Uh, let's see. Moving quickly. Donkey Kong 94 we've covered. Link's Awakening. So, the reason I brought this up, Jam, is... Mm-hmm. Is Link's Awakening better for having that extra dungeon? So, with Link's Awakening, um, well, they're both, they're both the exact same game. The only the only addition that DX has to it is that it basically adds a dungeon that's color exclusive. You can actually still play the game in monochrome if you want, and you can just risk it. You can actually still play the extra dungeon as well if you want to, um, right. but it's obviously designed for you to play on the Game Boy Color. Um, and that that's as far as I'm aware, that's the only addition it has. And um, the if you do complete that dungeon, you get a choice of one of two additional outfits. One will either give you better attack power or one will give you better defense, depending on which you choose. So it's red or blue, basically. Um, so similar to say, uh, I was about to say, it's the, the color similar to um, Ordinary Time. But obviously, they have different properties to them. But, mm-hmm. but that, that's as far as I'm aware, that's the only addition there. But everything else still remains intact. It's the same story. Um, you don't even have to do the color dungeon. You can skip it entirely and just do the main mm-hmm. core experience. And I don't even think you can get to the color dungeon until you've at least kind of done at least like half of the game as well, I believe. Well, my point is, is that like uh, the reason I would argue that uh, DX should be in there is because it's just it, it just has it's a more enhanced version of an yeah, already good it's more game, enhanced version. So. Yeah. Uh, all right, yeah. Super Mario Land Two. We've already done Kirby's Dream Land Two. He riddle me on this one because I've only played Kirby's Adventure on the NES uh, until the more recent games, and it was always my take that it was. Uh, just a super easy platformer. But as Voss has talked about, I think we did a Kirby episode. It's not necessarily for kids, and it's not as kiddie as you might initially want to claim it is. Uh, yeah, I would disagree. It's definitely not as kiddie as you think it is, really. There, there's tough times to be at, especially in these Game Boy games, actually. These Game Boy games are tough at times. And that's why I was wondering, uh, yeah. 
So the the reason I chose this because there's obviously a Kirby's um, Dreamland, the original on the Game Boy, and because a lot of people put Dreamland, the first one, over Dreamland Two, but Dreamland Two adds the kind of stuff that was in the NES game where you got the ability, so you can absorb the abilities. Where that's not actually present in the original game, and also you can ride a guinea pig. <laughs> so, which well, is there cool. you go. All right, cool, cool. <laughs> so I'm sold. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> It's bigger as well. That's the main draw. It's a bigger game. The first one's quite short, um, which is not a bad thing. It's just it's, it's short and concise. But Kirby's Dreamland Two just it's just it opens it up massively, and it's a bigger game. You get more bang for your buck, and it's a uh, in my opinion, it's an all round better experience as well. And it is quite challenging, I would say as well. It's also on virtual console. Virtual console. <laughs> so go pick it up. Yeah, and I gotta go check. Ah, uh, it might be one of the ones in the Kirby collection. I actually was jacking around yeah the other day and got into the Kirby collection and just played like the first half of um, Kirby's Dreamland on the Game Boy because uh, it is pretty quick mm. and uh, and now I'm now I'm interested but yeah anyway but Voss says two is a bit harder so there you go um, mm-hmm. all right. Keeping this train a rolling. Nemesis. So this is Gradius on the Game Boy. Uh, mm-hmm. We never got a Gradius on the Game Boy. And then some, one day I looked at the Nemesis cover and I was like, that looks just like Gradius. Come to find out, Nemesis was the name of Gradius in both Japan. Japan, though, got both. They got Nemesis and Gradius, even though they are identical games to my knowledge. Um, they're not even like subtle, like Life Force to... Um, uh salamander they are like identical <laughs> as far as i know mm. and i guess you guys got it mostly as nemesis in your country for a long time and then it became gradius later eventually, eventually sure. yeah eventually to gradius which speaking of i recently got a chance to play the pal version of probotector which is contra oh in yeah, europe that's right. <laughs> and uh, robots yeah the robots that's one interesting thing they're not humans they're robots uh but the humans blew up in our version so it actually makes more sense as robots but (laughs) (laughs) you guys got the map layout and the interspersed cutscenes and stuff that we didn't get those are all stripped from the u.s version uh they're in the famicom Mm -hmm. version but they're stripped from the u.s version and then you guys got a lot of the enhancements of the Famicom version into your cart. Like certain animations are still there and the cutscenes and whatnot. And they're just in English now. And, mm. uh, it was just interesting. Cause I was like, Oh my God, like Probotector is actually a more comprehensive game than I would say Contra is in America. Uh, the true way you want to play is, uh, the Famicom version, which I'm very happy with my Famicom cart. Uh, but it was interesting to see. I, I booted that up on the flash cart. And since it's pal, it runs all kinds of fucked up. It runs like, faster it's it's weird but anyway (laughs) it runs faster uh so um i think it's because it's framed at 25 frames a second and it actually we're running it at 30 so Mm. it just speeds the game up like 20 percent. but anyway uh see metal gear ghost babble it is like old school metal gear like uh very old school yeah yeah but not so old school because it's not all the way back to the original msx one it's more like two there's more stuff to do and it's isometric yeah yeah so it's this weird hybrid of a game um never did too well at it though so pokemon red explain to me pokemon red over your other version (laughs) <laughs> the other oh well pokemon red is more just because it was the original and kind of like you fred as well pokemon red is the only pokemon game actually but yeah these are the only pokemon games i've actually finished in their entirety i have 
purchased Pokemon games since then, but I've not finished them. Um, but the, yeah, this is the one I, I was pretty hooked on Pokemon, and um, uh, when it when it when it came out, it, I I fell I fell for the I fell for it. Um, Fair spent, enough. Spent forever trying to catch the damn Abra in the grass and <laughs> all that sort of stuff. Yeah, I know, um, right? It was like it was it was like <laughs> I could have been masturbating. It's kind of the same activity, <laughs> yeah. uh, but at least I have something to show for the masturbation. Anyway, um. That was a Carlin joke. Anyway, uh, next up, uh, Alleyway. Uh, that's just for the same reason you love Dr. Mario. Yeah, it was give me Arkanoid, give me Breakout. Actually, it was Breakout uh, on, on a console. Uh, I love that they do something really funny too, which is in the very beginning, Mario leaps into the capsule. Yeah, so no, suddenly it's, it's that, like yeah. so much more legit because Mario just jumped in the capsule anyway. Um, Mario's in everything in there. <laughs> Turrican. So is this just Turrican in a portable form? Yes, it is. Okay. Well, I get why you'd get behind that, but how does that work? It's, on the it's more just—it's that's the thing. It's, it's more that it just generally surprised me that they fitted Turrigan on the Game Boy. Um, <laughs> it it really is. It, it's pretty much in its entirety as well. We're obviously, with the graphical limitations, but you got the same abilities. You got your little. Yeah, you know, where you you spin into the little ball, the little sort of spiky ball man, mm-hmm. and the, um, and you got you got all the yeah you got the sort of the projectile sort of the, the ghostbusters like beam ability as well so it's all there um and, and even the, the the enemy sprites are present as well in fact if anything if you really struggle with turrigan on the mega drive this is probably the one you want to play because it's slightly easier although it's still difficult <laughs> i wonder if we can get is was that color or traditional game boy that's pl- good old plain plain vanilla og plain. game boy uh <laughs> exactly but uh I'm wondering if we got Turrican in our country looking right now. <laughs> oh, is Turrican only one R? Mm. It's T-U-R-R. Anyway. Oh, never mind. Fuck. All right. Uh, moving on. Uh, the biggest reason I picked Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter was that it fascinated me that, one, I could get portable versions of both of these because neither of them came to the NES. Yeah. And yes, that's that Mortal Kombat came with fatalities. Now, uh, I forget in the chat was it Kassen who had mentioned that uh, I, it was either Kassen or Hecht, I think, that had mentioned that MK2 was faster, it was more responsive, and I do know it had more fatalities and maybe even violence uh, on the Game Boy. But uh, I was just shocked with fighters, and this would be why I have a massive obsession with all the portable fighters on uh, the Neo Geo Pocket. Uh, I have a Neo mm. Geo Pocket color with more than 30 carts. So I have an actually pretty impressive Neo Geo Pocket collection. So anyway. And just, well, just to chime in, Target was released in America as well. On the okay, Game Boy. cool. There you go. <laughs> uh, so Star Wars. Why Star Wars? Kind of the sort of Tarragon kind of falls in this category as well. Is that it was poor? I, I obviously I didn't have the NES, so this is my only right. exposure to the Star Wars game. Um, it didn't have Darth Vader as a big spider, did it? Nope. <laughs> okay, so this is the actual NES version, not the fun Famicom yeah, one. Okay, just the, curious. No, it's not not the fun one. Unfortunately, yeah, it was the um, yeah the <laughs> NES one. And uh, yeah, it's more just because I, I found this game quite fun, really, especially sort of the opening section where it felt almost sort of open worldy, really, where you're just exploring around in the little you know, speed biker. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you you could miss a lot in this game if you don't go go down the right into the right caves. Like you can completely miss Obi Wan Kenobi, you can miss your lightsaber entirely if you're an idiot. <laughs> 
but so it was a game that just i kind of had a lot of fun just discovering really and going back to because the first time i was just silly and just kind of went straight to the town because i didn't kind of know what i was doing but then you go back to it you realize very quickly that there's a particular route but even more interestingly that there are some caves that are just a complete waste of your time as well um <laughs> But once you get past that sort of opening area, it does become, like the NES version, much more linear. So it's just, you know, it's, it's pretty much new sailing from there. But it, you're, you really kind of want to try and get everybody, all the characters. You want to try and get Han Solo. You want to get Princess Leia. Get all of them just so that, you know, you're, you're in better stead for later in the game. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, Hacked, I think it was Hacked. He says MK2 is, is the best Game Boy MK ever. So there you go. I need to go back and play that then. Maybe I should do a version. Mm-hmm. all these unfinished projects anyway uh okay mr driller it's uh yes yeah, mr driller portable um okay. i thought mr driller was kind of, mr. Driller kind of cool but it's not really yeah it's not much to say about mr driller really just uh, just go down as low as you can in those <laughs> and just get dr- get drilling <laughs> okay real quick you need to give an elevator pitch because you do have a full article on this but let's talk about avenging spirit here's your avenging your, yeah. It's kind of a late entry. But... Yeah, that's some stereo there for you. <laughs> that's great. Sorry. <laughs> oh, that's cool. But anyway. Sorry, you were saying? Then, yeah, it, yeah, Avenging Spirit Singular, because I said Avenging Spirits earlier for some reason. I don't know why. But, um, so it's, it's more just because this is... I don't, there's something very original about this concept where um, it was originally an arcade game, this game, um, Avenging Spirit, where you play as a ghost. You, you are literally, you are a boy with his girlfriend, an unnamed hero who is gunned down by the mob and you turn into a little cute, cuddly Japanese ghost because of course you do. And the, the point of the game is for you to possess enemies and um, basically save your girlfriend, really. But um, every time you die or the ghost comes back out, you just go and possess a different enemy. So you've got, you can kind of play this game how you want, really. You can possess, there's different enemy types. Um, you know, it, it's, it's quite short. There's only six stages and there is a good and a bad ending as well. Um, and it just kind of surprised me that they put pile this into a Game Boy, really. And it, it just, it, it, this is one of the quirky things I like about the Game Boy is you find games like this on there that are just very very original and very different they're just not they they're just out of the ordinary but i decided i i I sort of just kind of really had a ton of fun discovering this game and and this is on virtual console so it's murdered soul suspect meets mafia 3 huh (laughs) anyway (laughs) if that's what sells you uh super mario land i picked because it was such a different take on mario there was nothing like it before that Mm. and nothing since it was batshit insane. It was like nobody stopped them from ideas. Um, mm. Anyway, golf? Uh, golf is uh, top-down view golf, particularly this one. It's just because it was oh, yeah. just golf on the go, and it, I, it, was, it was straightforward, and it was fun. <laughs> yeah. It's hard yeah. to justify golf, but... <laughs> no, it's not, actually. It's a lot easier. You're going to have an easier time of it, especially with me. Uh, pinball, Revenge of Gator. There were a decent number of pinball games on the Game Boy, like probably four or five. Um, this was the one by Hal, and it was just really good. Like, you don't think so when you hear Revenge of Gator, but yeah, it's a bunch of alligator-themed pinball stuff. Mm-hmm. It was a great pinball game. It was very addictive. Much more so than I remember Crewball being, but when I had a scre- stream go to shit and I was kind of drunk uh, recently, I played Crewball <laughs> for a while, and Crewball is not as good as I remember uh, on the Mega Drive, but anyway... Or Genesis, mm-hmm. for those of you over here. 
<clears throat> all right, last up, let's justify Warrior Blast and let's get into some 30 minutes of arbitrary Stick. arguing. Uh, Wario Blast, Richie, but it's it's Wario, it's, it's Bomberman basically. But you play as Wario, <laughs> and you oh, kill that's right. Bomberman. We already had a commercial for it. Yes, you don't get any more advertising for Wario Blast. Mm-hmm. All righty, you get to pick two to lock in, or do you want me to lock mine in first? I don't, I don't mind going first. Um, the the first two I'll lock in. I'll, I'll lock in uh, Motocross Maniacs. Okay. And I'm going to be controversial and lock in Space Invaders. And Space Invaders, <laughs> no problem. <laughs> motocross maniacs and space invaders sorry i'm writing these down because i write all over this list when we get going all right also i'm going to be somewhat controversial i guess i think i'm gonna do kid dracula mm-hmm. and donkey kong 94 so my two and three as well that's 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 so weird. <laughs> uh, so let's let's get rid of uh, or let's let's address the the other nine hundred pound gorilla in the room. Is there any way Tetris isn't on our top ten? <laughs> it's, it's the fact that we both put that first is. <laughs> I'd already written it down. I just wanted to make sure you agree. <laughs> yeah, I agree. No, absolutely. Okay, so <clears throat> next up. Uh, do you want to go process of elimination or since we've gone through all the games, which we usually do through process of elimination, do you want to just start nominating what needs to be on there? Uh, we, What's we do, next we, 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 up we, we, that could... you think needs to be on this list? Uh, next up, what needs to be on this list, I think, is um, probably Zelda Link's Awakening. Zelda Link's Awakening. Just, yeah, I know, it's, I know it's like the generic choice, but it is a damn good game. It's yeah, very I'm going to go agree with you there. Zelda Link's Awakening needs to be on there. So now we are down to four. Do you have your list in front of you? Yeah, I've got it. Okay. You can see your list of probably 16 remaining games. Go down to four as fast as you can. Of my, of my, of my games. Yes. Okay. Uh, I'll put Wary Blast on that. Okay. Wary Blast. Pokemon trading card game. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, we both just... picked Pokemon trading card games, so I think that okay. gets our list. Uh, and Super Mario Land, Super Mario Land Two. That one's on mine both. too. So okay. And Boulder Dash. And Boulder Dash. Okay. So, and then my other ones are Final Fantasy Adventure, which is Seiken Densetsu. Mm-hmm. And then. I think of which one I want my last big nomination to be. I don't see how a Pokemon game makes it. Sorry, Pokemon fans. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, we're getting in trouble. I think I want to go. Pokemon, Pokemon trading card game. I think I'm going to say Shantae. Yeah. So mm. we are down to Shantae and Final Fantasy Adventure, Wario Blast, and Boulder Dash. Is there? It's okay. We've got time. So is there anything? That you think needs to be on here other than those looking over your list i just saw a very quick scan over there uh possibly kirby's dreamland 2 that's not what i'm sort of looking you think at that's strong enough Off i've not kirby. played it so i'm gonna have to take your lead on it's on that. pretty good yeah but the others um i'm just having yeah that, apart from that that's the only other one i'm seeing from my list specifically okay so 
if people are paying attention, here's what we just eliminated <laughs> at a pretty big clip. <laughs> we eliminated Pokemon Yellow, Gargoyles Quest, Turning Ninja, Ninja Turtles, Fall of the Foot Clan, Dragon Warrior 1 and 2, Dr. Mario, Resident Evil, Guy Den, Metroid 2, Return of Samus. Um, <clears throat> let's see, did Donkey Kong 94, is it on there? That's, that's, okay. a, that's your, yeah. I saved that one. Okay. Uh, Pokemon Red, Turrican, Star Wars, Mr. Driller, Avenging Spirit, Golf, Mortal Kombat, Street Fighter 2, Pinball Revengegator, Super Mario Land 1, Nemesis, Metal Gear, Ghost Babble, which I'm very surprised I didn't put up more of a fight on. Not mm-hmm. sure I... I'm surprised too. <laughs> Resident Evil Gaiden. Wait, what? Why why we were sort of making a thing there? I mean, a lot of the reason why I'm cer- I certainly sort of eliminated things like Turrican Star Wars, Mr. Driller, um, is really mostly just because they are. Well, another great example is um, Metroid Two. They're all good games, but they have been sort of improved. They're, there's better versions of them on different consoles, and uh, Metroid Two. I know it's a I know it's been a fan made, but that fan made mod is is better than the is better than this version. <laughs> Yeah, although it is illegal to put it on a website, we had it up for a while until that finally bit me in the ass. Um, and, uh, and so it's not really easy to find anymore. It's a good game. It's still, it's still good, the game. I just don't think it's top 10 worthy. My problem is Ghost Babble is hard to stick with, much like all of the old Metal Gears. In fact, even Solid is slowly starting to creep to that people don't have the patience for stuff like the chopper battle and the tank battle anymore. Um, yeah. Ghost Babble is even harder than that. Um, mm. Yeah, I'm not going to fight for Ghost Babble. Sorry. <laughs> so okay so balderdash shantae wario blast ffa final fantasy adventure sorry <laughs> kirby's dreamland 2 i still think shantae is i guess worthy uh, actually no i'm gonna take it back final fantasy really? adventure i absolutely i think it's more important than shantae to be on here i think final wow. fantasy adventure Ooh. sort of mana is is absolutely But it's got a glitch in it mm-hmm. where you can get to the end of the game and not beat it. <laughs> uh, so we still we still got time. Shantae, I'll get. I, I'm going to fight for Shantae. Definitely making the top ten. Do you take mm-hmm. issue with that because it's going to occupy one, two, nope. three, four, five, six, seven, eight? Okay, so Shantae. <clears throat> and what else do you think needs to be on here? What's number ten? I I kind of think number ten will probably be. I get the impression it'll probably be Space Invaders, really, which is why I know that's um, Space Invaders. You've already locked in. Yeah. No, no, no. I mean, out of Boulder Dash, Wario Blast, Final Fantasy Adventure, and uh, Kirby's Dreamland Two, which one is our tenth keeper? Not uh, we're not ranking yet. Oh, oh, sorry. Oh, but thanks for giving away your uh, tactic because I'll totally let you put Space Invaders in ten. Anyway, which one out of those do you think needs to needs to go? Onto the uh, needs to be in the debate for top ten. Got a Balderdash, well, Wario, well, Balderdash, Wario Blast, Final Fantasy Adventure, or Kirby's Dreamland Two. Oh, oh dear. Uh, I'll put Balderdash on there. I think. 
Oh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna fight you on Boulder Dash. I was get. I was hoping you'd say Kirby's Dreamland too, because I'd easily. Just I, say, I was, pop I was, that I was about to say I changed my mind. I'm gonna do Kirby's Dreamland too. Really? <laughs> yeah. Path of least resistance. Jam takes it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, and and again, I know this is a little bit different. If you haven't listened to our top tens in the past, we just like imply you know all the games, and we just go for it. <laughs> I have to apologize. I know very little about the a lot of the games jam mentioned and it's it's i thought it was good for perspective normally we're a little more arbitrary this is where we're going to get kind of gloves off but um so your 10 are motocross maniacs space invaders kid dracula donkey kong country or donkey kong 94 jeez (laughs) tetris zelda Link's awakening pokemon trading card game super mario land 2 shantae and kirby's dreamland 2 And we already know that number 10 <laughs> is Space Invaders. So thank you, Jam, for Fred, making bus. that easy. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to ask something kind of controversial as well. Do we just put Tetris as number one right now? I think, yeah. I can't, I was was that what you were already. thinking? Because that's what I was thinking the whole time. Yeah, okay. I pretty much was. We- we don't really talk much about Tetris, have we? But it's just like, come on. You don't have Tetris. to. Everybody listening you're, right now understands. They may not agree, but they understand. Right? Yeah, that was a sick burn, <laughs> and it was true. Your mom plays Tetris. I played Tetris with your mom last night. No, really. Stuck my link cable into her Game Boy. Anyway, um, all right. So that was easy. So now we've got the top and the bottom. It's the sandwich that's tough. <laughs> Uh, let's see here. About Kid Dracula, I don't think we talked much about that one. <laughs> yeah, so Kid Dracula is um, think of the Alucard character from Final or from uh, Castlevania Three mm-hmm. as a kid, and I think you are Alucard actually. <laughs> Um, with the same that's, abilities, that's with the same abilities in like this weird action platformer, but it still has Castlevania in it. So actually, I don't know if Dave's still in the chat, but Castlevania is totally in here. Uh, <laughs> uh, and it's, uh, I think it's called Akumajo special in Japan. So it's like, that's uh, great. It's like devil's castle special. Um, but, uh, but yeah, uh, and you are literally climbing your way to the top of Castlevania in order to talk to your dad. And I think you're preventing aliens from invading Castlevania or something. It's very interesting. And it's kind of cutesy and kitty. Yeah, and it's, it's like a direct port of the Famicom game, the, the NES game. And it would only matter. It would only matter because we never got Kid Dracula in America. And it is a fantastic game. I love that Famicom game. Um, so it's the only version, and I wonder if you guys got it in uh, Europe. I think we, I think we did. Yeah, I think you did too. It was like the first chance people got to get it, and it, the perspective they they kind of scaled it just right so that it was pretty much the same perspective. So Kid Dracula is not so large on the screen, but it totally works. Um, yep, you did get it. So, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, Akumajo special Boku Dracula Kun. So, yeah, um, fantastic game. Uh, that being said, it is a port and it is not super unique. I'm willing to put it in the 
number seven slot. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, that's what I'm going to say. Yep, it's going in the, uh, Uh I think, number seven slot. (laughs) But uh, we can hold off on it for a second. The reason I say that is Pokemon trading card game is great, but I do think if you don't like playing Pokemon, it'll be lost on you and your explanation of your brother's experience kind of is exactly what I'm talking about. Mm. What do you think? I think I think yeah, that's that's probably a good that's that's good that's good thinking. I think. Um, is it as low as nine or does it go higher? Because I I'm looking over this list, so I oh, it's kind of tough actually putting these over. But I would probably say that's a good place for it actually. I think it definitely deserves number in the top ten. Absolutely. Um, okay. <clears throat> but it, it's it's one of those. It's, uh, yeah, I'd say that's a good place for Pokemon Train Car Game. Okay. You know, tough to tough to crack into it but if you give it the if you get through those tutorials it's a you'll you'll be hooked on it probably more than the regular pokemon (laughs) i know i was (laughs) it's kind of the same thing me too uh so all right so motocross maniacs i want to know how high this is on your list because i have no perspective for it uh I, i was thinking sort of below below five Okay. How um, far below? Mostly it's, 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 mostly it's my personal preference, but I, I was probably thinking actually eight, probably. Absolutely. <laughs> Number eight? Okay. Yeah. Then how do you feel about Kid Dracula right where I wanted to put it? <laughs> yeah, see, exactly. that, 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 that fits in nicely with the Kid Dracula being seven. Yeah, I don't think Kid Dracula like needs to be higher, though. <laughs> make that. Um, oh, I, I think it is. Like I said, it, if you've not played it, you know... There's there's some frustration with it as well. It's not uh, it's not a particularly tight experience. So here's where we get down to the nitty gritty. We got five to rank, and what goes where, where gets tough when, and why? Yeah. <laughs> so Kirby, Shante, Mario, Zelda, and Donkey Kong. I, Yay! <laughs> unless you know something about Kirby, I don't. I'm almost thinking Super Mario Land 2 Six Golden Coins comes next on six. Um, the reason being, it's really uh, great. It introduces Wario, right? Um, I think it goes higher. You personally. do? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because we'll uh, that. That, that how I much know, higher? I, I was. I don't know, but I, I, well, higher than five, I think, because I was hooked on that game. If you rank it. Uh, where do you I, rank I, it? I was hooked on it too, so I'll give you that. Mm. Maybe three. Okay, I'd say. so you think it is much higher. Okay, much higher. Um, <laughs> what are your thoughts? I was thinking for six okay. for six. I was thinking Donkey Kong or Kirby. Maybe it's funny because I was two. thinking the reverse on Donkey Kong. I was thinking three, and you were thinking six. So that's interesting. Oh get those fought about kirby i haven't played i've played some kirby games but not this one i mean do you think mm. it's next in line uh i i can't really fight on that one i think yeah, probably next yeah i think kirby would be a good spot for six or five um it's but it's it's a fun it's an absolutely i think it's the best of the platform in kirby games i, I didn't even mention that kirby Kirby hauled himself out on the Game Boy. Oh, <laughs> you know, yeah, he, he wasn't did. just in the um, he wasn't just in the platformers. He was also in the pinball game, a Kirby's stacking block game. ball, Kirby's Dreamland <laughs> one and two, Kirby's Star Stacker, Kirby's Pinball Land. Oh wow, I forgot he had mm-hmm. the pinball game. And didn't that one? That was by Hal as well. 
Um, yeah, was that the, the one that the it had the gyros? Because I thought that was the problem with it was that. No, that was order... tilt and tumble. Tilt and tumble. <laughs> okay. Was that a was that a color game? I think it was a color game. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So Kirby got around on the yeah, Game Boy. He did. <laughs> uh, so here's the question: If you're in the top five, that I call that before the fold. That's before you scroll down to see what else is in the list. Do you think Kirby mm. deserves to be before the fold, or is six okay for it? In your opinion? Yeah, I think before the fold. Yep, I think if I put looking at the rest of the list, yeah. So it's okay to be number six. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Now, Donkey Kong should be five, though. <laughs> Donkey Kong '94 should be five. Um, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's like it's a great game, but it's like you know. I think I think it's definitely worth definitely absolutely playing, but I just don't know. If so it's if I said it should could... be two, you'd take issue with that, maybe. Ooh, yeah, I don't think two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so just just Ooh, gauging where we're at. <laughs> um, but uh, Heck said, didn't Kirby start on the console or a Game Boy, then a console game? Yes. Kirby's uh, Dreamland was the original game, then Kirby's Adventure on the NES, then Kirby's Dreamland 2. So, yeah. Um, oh, wait. Voss says Adventure. Actually, let's just figure this out. Kirby's Dreamland 2 was 95. Uh, Adventure was 93. So there you go. Mm. Uh, all right. Let's hold. Let's, let's shelve Donkey Kong for a second. What about Zelda Link's Awakening DX? That is it's a pretty damn good game, that one. That, How I, I put damn that in the good, top like, five. Where, obviously, it's in the top five, but where? Five, four, oh three, two, or one. Or sorry, five, four, three, or two. And if, if for any reason you feel like bumping Tetris, we can. Mm. Um, but No, I don't think so. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm there too. I just Everybody's going to say I didn't give you an out, and I got to make sure we were pretty clear on that. <laughs> well, it's, it's funny because most lists, when you look at Game Boy games, most people put Zelda as the top one for DX. But really? I, I love yeah, DX, okay. but it's just like, but which, which one did you sink more hours into? Everybody played Tetris and so yeah. hundreds of hours into that game, including myself. You know, I, I still play that game to this day, whether it's on the Game Boy version or various iterations of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's more the fact that, because even when we talk broadly with Tetris, that Tetris on the Game Boy is the definitive Tetris that everybody played, really. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Uh, but hey, go back to Zelda. I don't want to to Shit. Down. Sorry. 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 No, no, Have some Shantae. Cool. Uh, <laughs> you see, I think I think of Shantae. I think Zelda would beat Shantae though. Um, it would, I th- and I think it was. It's really a toss-up oh, well, between. In that case. Yep. <laughs> this was published by Capcom, by the way. So good. All right, I'll let Shantae be number five. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just say, so good. It, it's really good, but uh, if you want me to, I'll concede it to number five because that's the that's the one I don't find controversial in this. Hmm. Unless you let unless you let me let it beat Mario Six Golden Coins, is that going to happen right now? No. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> then number five is where it goes, uh, unless you have a problem with that. But uh, I, I think that I think the top three should be um, Te- Ze- Tetris, Zelda, and Mario Six Golden Coins. Personally, <laughs> <laughs> it's fair. It's fair. So Shantae is number five. Um, all right, let's hash this out with um, so Zelda. 
Do you think Zelda is better than Donkey Kong 94, Mario 6 Golden Coins, and what do we got left? Oh, Donkey Kong 64, Tetris. 6 Golden Coins, and uh, <laughs> 94 is next you up. 60. You keep saying 64. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, so the, the, the three we're debating, we have two, three, and four to place. We have Donkey Kong 94, yeah. Zelda Link's Awakening DX, and Super Mario Land 2, 6 Golden Coins. Where does Zelda does is do you think Zelda is better than these two or not? I think it's better than Donkey Kong, but not as good as six gold coins. <laughs> That's it's funny I you mention it. Like I am completely. I think Donkey Kong's better than both of those. Really? Oh God! Yeah, I know. I know. Right? I know. It's how old and crotchety I am. Um. So one thing we agree on. But here's the, here's the thing. You haven't finished that game. <laughs> Donkey Kong 94? Yeah, no, I just put that out there. Yeah, I have finished Donkey Kong 64, ironically enough. But Donkey Kong 94, I have not finished. What the fuck does that have to do with anything? Mario well, Land 2, everybody just, finishes. My dog I'm, I'm could finish Mario day. Land 2. Okay. <laughs> um Is there a world in which Mario Land 2 goes in the number four slot beneath Donkey Kong for you? Yeah, that could, that could happen. Although, I, just, I, I don't know. I just, I just still keep thinking that when you think about those that Mario game, I just think if, you, if you're looking at your Game Boy library, you're probably going to reach for six gold coins before you reach for Zelda. Do we really <laughs> want to be the top ten where it's like, Mario, Zelda, Tetris? <laughs> no, 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 no. And that's not why I'm doing it, but that's that's the first thing I think of. Mm. I oh. we could put Zelda number four. <laughs> okay, wait, I don't see that going wait. well. <laughs> <laughs> like I could go, I could do that. I could do that. Okay, well, I'll put Zelda number number four just because just because we feel stronger about the other two games. Mm-hmm. Okay, Legend of Zelda: Link's Awakening, DS, DX. Sorry, DX is the number four. Mm-hmm. So here's where we're at an impasse, and I've kind of thought of some ideas while we're doing this um, for how we could potentially solve this problem. Hold on, real quick. Mm-hmm. Nope. <laughs> Is it with music? Because I'm guessing, yes, I'm going to put some music in the background. Because I'm guessing there is no way in the universe you're going to let... Um, I'm guessing there's no oh, way they, in the world play, you will play let Play the right go. magical tune, you never okay. know. <laughs> All right, well, here we go. Let's see what you think. Oh, sorry, I'm going to need about two, one. <laughs> now I'm ready. <laughs> All right, this is some good, this is from Mario's P-Cross. This is some good debate the value of uh, video games music we'll put in the background here. Okay. Anyway. So my take on Donkey Kong 94 is that you bought it thinking you were getting one thing and you got something so much more distinct and diverse. You got, they built mechanics after mechanics into Donkey Kong and they never even felt the need to particularly sell them to you. Whereas Mario Six Golden Coins, I think was still more of just a graphic wowzers. 
So, um, oh, Andrew's asking about Game Boy. Sorry, Game Boy Color. Game Boy Color with Shantae. We are mixing in the color and the non-color. Sorry about that. But uh, anyway. <laughs> so that's my, my take on Donkey Kong, is that it, it actually was gameplay over graphics. What's your take? I want your rebuttal on, on, on six golden coins and why you think it needs to be the best. I'm going to turn this down a little so, bit more. Yeah, I was going to say, I might want to turn that down a little bit. But um, more for six gold coins is that you, you kind of get that freedom to kind of travel where you want, apart from the first level, which is compulsory. But you can choose True. to go through the six worlds, whichever order you want to. Um, it's, it just, for some reason, it just has a ton of replay value. There's secret levels in it. It is a basic Mario concept, but there is sort of things that feel quite exclusive to that game as well. So you've got the sort of the hovering bunny ears, which is exclusive to that game, which they haven't sort of copied in other games. Um, and that was and kind of a unique um, take, right? Because you didn't really fly, yeah. right? Yeah, you, just, you, you sort of hovered. Yeah. And it was like really cute pressed. the way I'm, and I'm cool saying cute. I'm, I'm cool with my sexuality and my masculinity, but like when he would <laughs> run, the bunny ears would kind of move like Bugs Bunny style. It was actually really yeah, cute. They, they would, yep. <laughs> I did like that. Some of those bosses were very, because there's a boss character at the end of each other. The boss music as well for Mario Six Gold Coins was pretty cool as well. And even that, war, the Wario boss music <laughs> right at the end was really kind of epic. Yeah, I'll cue that like, up for yeah. the end of the, I'll cue that up for the end of the show, but, uh, um, yeah, the music so, was a lot better than Donkey Kong. I'm going to have to give you a point for that one. Ah, but Donkey Kong 94 was the first <laughs> game to utilize the Super Game Boy. Remember, they programmed the Super oh, Game yeah. Boy to be compatible with it with multiple color schemes. That is completely arbitrary, and actually, it's less than arbitrary. That is completely juvenile. <laughs> I bring that up as a, <laughs> as a talking point, but... Okay. So, as a kid, did you play a lot of Donkey Kong 94? I didn't play as much Donkey Kong as I did with um, Six Gold Coins, really. Right. Um, but I, I did play it, though. Yeah, absolutely. And um, do you still play through Six Gold Coins recently? Now oh, yeah. A lot? I, I think Six Gold Coins, I still play that like yeah, once a I year at least. Yeah, I do too. It's short and it's easy. Mm -hmm. It's an easy game, man. It is an easy game. Well, it's easy, but not but in a bad not way. Easy. Like it's not. Yeah, yeah. It's not, not a breeze, but uh, that, the, the, the space sections are freaking badass in, in difficulty. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't go that far, but they ramp it up. They ramp it up. Again, it's not. It's not thirty man code in Contra. You know, easy, but it's <laughs> no, no, think. not so. But uh, you know what? What I keep going back to is yes, what you said, but not exactly what you meant. Which is that, mm -hmm. yeah, I, I haven't beaten Donkey Kong and it's because I don't want to keep banging my head against it. And that's because I don't want to play it on a consistent, frantic basis. Whereas I totally do with Mario. I think... Yeah. <sighs> this is perfect oh. <laughs> music for the background as I say this. I think I'm ready to concede Donkey Kong 94. Woo! <laughs> yeah, I think All I'm right. ready to put it in the number three slot. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna. Call I, it. Thought, I thought 
I thought you were about to say Donkey Kong goes number 10 and everything gets moved up one. <laughs> Fuck that. No, no, Jesus. You want to make this a two-hour show and start having those fights uh, anyway. All right. Well, it took us a minute and it took a mild cross debate. But yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see here. Super Mario Land 6. Make sure the 6 is a number. It's not a name. Like it's supposed to be because the marketing guy screwed up. But anyway. Fun fact while you're doing that is um, there's a Mario timeline that's available on the internet, a fan-made one, and they consider Mario 6 Gold Coins the last canonical Mario game in the timeline at the moment. I get that. I get that, actually. Um, All right, let's see here. Here we go. Okay, I've got it queued up. Okay, so with that, yeah, I know, I know. I was trying to do it quick, but YouTube doesn't like it. Uh, All right, here we go with 10 minutes to spare. Here is your top 10 Game Boy games. Number 10, Space Invaders. Number 9, Pokemon, the trading card game. Number 8, Motocross Maniacs. Number 7, Kid Dracula. Number 6, Kirby's Dreamland 2. Number five, Shantae, which I think is our first Game Boy Color game. I think uh, it's the first exclusive one. Yeah. Yes, exclusive. Number four, Zelda Link's Awakening DS, the next Game Boy Color exclusive. So only two Game Boy Color exclusives on the whole list. Uh, mm-hmm. Number three, Donkey Kong, a.k.a. Donkey Kong 94. It's referred to that on the internet. It's Donkey Kong is the name of the title. Yeah. And it is on Virtual Console, so go check it out. Anyway, number two, Super Mario Land 2, six golden coins. It's weird because it says Mario Land 2, the number with a colon, and then the six. So it's kind Mm -hmm. of interesting. But uh, anyway, Um, and then number one, of course, is Tetris. So there you have it. There is your in no particular order. Well, no, in a very particular order, top 10 Game Boy games. You, of course, disagree. I can hear you out there screaming at us through the internet. <laughs> this is this is as sacrilegious as when we cut a Sonic game, uh, no Sonic uh, games Pokemon. in our Genesis. <laughs> now we have no now we have no Pokemon in our Game Boys, but we're not doing it. Well, we technically do have a Pokemon, but that's not the one you wanted. Anyway, tell <laughs> us. It's not the one you want. <laughs> it's it's the one you deserve, but it's not the one you want. Yeah, anyway, I remember uh, we put Mean B Machine in the top ten. <laughs> right, <laughs> that's right. That's the Sonic game you deserve, but not the one you wanted. Uh, anyway. Uh, it is currently this is being recorded on November the 15th. We let you know about this at least a week in advance. So fast forwarding down the list, I will put a reminder, but you have until December the 5th at midnight. So that's Monday, December the 5th at midnight, whatever your local time is to send us your top 10 Game Boy games. You can add explanations. You don't have to add explanations. It's always more fun if you add explanations and we will compile them together. This is the way we do it. Your number one gets 10 points. Your number 10 gets one point and everything in between is a stagger. I'm sure you can figure it out. Everything gets assigned a point. (laughs) We read all your letters. Then we assign the points, do the math, and give you the community top 10. So please let your voice be heard. The more we have, the more influence. The more we have, the less influence your competitors have. And the more of a well-rounded list we have. The PlayStation 2 was 
just shocking results, um, both in terms of who responded and what ended up being our top 10. So we highly recommend mm. you chime in and let us know what you think. So that's contact at GamingHistory101.com, or you can go over to GamingHistory101.com, and in the upper right-hand corner, hit the contact link. Um, so with that, next week we have our next game club, which, Jam, what is it? It is Diddy Kong Racing versus Mario Kart 64. Yep, this expands upon actually a writer who is neither Jam nor myself who contributed for the site uh, that did a Donkey Kong 64 versus Diddy Kong Racing argument. I think he sided with Diddy Diddy Kong Racing, but that doesn't necessarily mean Mm -hmm. we do or that we're necessarily going to do the versus stuff, but I think it's inevitable. Um, so we will be discussing that. I've been playing a shitload of Diddy Kong racing because I've played a lot less of that. And I'm finding out that that game is a lot more, uh, expanded than I thought. Um, Mm. so yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, we are going to be doing that game club. No, Andrew, sorry. It's not Klonoa. Uh, but, uh, that is, (laughs) it is up in the discussion box. Uh, it didn't make the vote. Uh, but, uh, anyway, with that, um, uh, we will then move into December. Wait, no, wait. We've got one more, right? We've nope. got one more before thanks or around Thanksgiving, which doesn't matter to you guys, which is the end of November. The end of November, we're actually going to celebrate 15 years with the Xbox, the original Xbox, mm-hmm. which turns 15, I think, today. Today, yep. <laughs> yep, on the 15th. So we will do the 15-year anniversary of the Xbox in, oh, haha, um, in, in two weeks. Uh, and then uh, if you haven't already gotten on it, uh, you should grab yourself a copy of Sleeping Dogs and get going. Um, we are going to do this in two parts. So just so you know, I've talked to Dave, who is one of our listeners who's played the hell out of that game. Um, and oh, awesome. And he said that your cutoff is the wedding. There is, that's all he'll say. There is a mission that Spoilers. is a wedding. Is that a spoiler? No, I'm just joking. Okay. <laughs> you want to complete the wedding mission and then stop. Don't complete any mm-hmm. more story missions for part one or discussions mm-hmm. of part one. However, any side content you can do at that point, you are welcome and possibly encouraged to do. And you can do as much or as little as you want. Jam, we'll just kind of talk about it as it comes up. Knowing me, I've already started the game. I'm kind of a completionist. You'll want to make sure that uh, you look into that because I will have probably completed most of the side content I can do up to that point. Um, so... And then the second part, we are, yes, the second part we are going to do <laughs> the back half of the game and then the one of the two DLCs. One of the DLCs you can do any time. And then, uh, so I'm going to do it in part two. And then the second DLC is a post-game DLC. So you'll want to do those when you can. We will be discussing them. If you don't have the definitive edition, you don't need to discuss them. Um, but yeah, that, that's kind of a, a feel for what's coming up. So uh, there you have it. Um, the last thing is Jam and I do a little horror podcast called Horror 101. We are trying to mm-hmm. get it over on the podcast feeds. I just need to get it sub- submitted. I wanted to have a, a couple episodes in the bag, but we are now officially on episode four. There are six episodes in the feed because there's an episode zero and episode one was a two-parter. But Jam and I basically commentate over a movie. So you put the movie on in the background, you listen to our commentary, and we don't do specific things on screen for the most part we started off doing that but since we realized that there were differences and whatnot uh, especially pal versus us uh, we've kind of tapered off a little bit but we highly recommend you check that out you can find that feed at gaminghistory101.com forward slash category forward slash podcast forward slash horror forward slash feed you can put that into your favorite horror thing 
or your favorite podcast listener, or you can just go to GamingHistory101.com and hit the Horror 101 podcast link in the upper right. The reason I bring all that up is for Thanksgiving, we are watching a absolutely oh, terrible yeah. movie called Thanks Killing. <laughs> Kip. Uh, it's about an hour long, and we are going to be doing... I cannot wait for that. Yeah, it's going to be a blast. We are doing that show live just after Thanksgiving, Saturday, November the 26th, here on All Games at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Sorry, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 p.m. GMT. Come join us for that. It will be fun. We are gonna. We normally do fun facts, stories, and whatnot while watching the movie and talking about the violence and things like that and the themes. We're not doing that this time. We're gonna. I'm getting drunk. We're gonna act stupid. We're gonna say sh- crazy <laughs> shit. There is crazy shit in this movie. Um, it's about an hour long and it's ridiculous. Um, and as I told Jam, I said. If you want to see, um, it, it is about a demonic turkey that comes back from the dead and starts killing a bunch of teenagers, and it's it's great. So it's great and it's <laughs> terrible. Way, so definitely know. check it out. Uh, you may and probably will have to go through nefarious means, though, in order to get your hands on it. So you have been warned. But anyway. Uh, with that, we will call it to a close. Check out GamingHistory101.com where we have tons of content going live all the time. In fact, Jim, we just posted your uh, Kingdom Hearts review and it's getting like yep. a resurgence of attention on our website. So good for you. Oh, fine, sorry. Your Donkey Kong 64 <laughs> review goes live Thursday. So that is already queued up. So anyway, so stay tuned with that. And I guess until next week, we will see you later. Peace out.